It's a word that we've heard a lot in the last two years during this whole uh, COVID-19 pandemic, and especially during the first year or so when a lot of countries and states and cities were um, enforcing lockdowns. And the word is connection. And I, I want to <laughs> share an experience I had with you on an elevator and at a movie theater when we went to go watch Spider-Man. What's the new one called? Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Rich. I can't keep track of them all. My kids would know. And they'd be humiliated if I, uh, since I don't know the name of it. But whatever that new Spider-Man movie is that, uh, that came out over uh, Christmas time um, in 2021, just recently. Anyway, I had, a, had an experience at the movie theater. I had an experience in, a, in, a, uh, in an elevator. And it has to do with connection. I want to share it with you. And I want you to be thinking about the emotional and the uh, strategic, the professional value of connection. That's what I want to talk about in this episode. Leadership is the ability to facilitate movement in others toward a destination you can describe. I'm Russ Hill. I help build leaders. And this is the Culture Hacks Podcast. Welcome into the Culture Hacks Podcast. I am Russ Hill, and this podcast is for leaders who are looking for ideas, tips, unlocks, um, thoughts, experiences, stories to help them more effectively influence others so that you can deliver results. It's all about our ability to lead. Just think about how much is unlocked for us, how much is affected by our effort to strengthen our ability to lead. Like your ability to more effectively lead others. What does that do for you in your home? What does that do for you in your family? Whether you got kids, you are a kid, family, friends, whatever it is at work, in community or religious organizations, your ability, as you strengthen your ability to lead, it has a profound effect on so many aspects of your life. And if you're like me and you believe there's a purpose to this life, to actually being on this earth and what we go through from birth to death. I believe it's not just, hey, kind of just showed up here and, you know, we'll just kind of hang out for a few decades and just, you know, kind of just find a way to keep yourself busy and cool. No, I believe there's a purpose to it. And whether you do or not doesn't really matter, I guess. But for me, I think as you increase your ability, strengthen your ability to lead others, it helps you improve yourself. It has so much effect on um, increasing your capacity and learning a ton about yourself and overcoming your desire to be selfish and your desire to, well, lots of different things. Anyway, um, that's what this podcast is. That's who this podcast is for, people who are interested in that. If you're looking for um, unsolved crimes, uh, you need to go to a different podcast. <laughs> Check out the top 10 list on any uh, podcast app and they'll be flooded there. Okay. So I want to talk about connection, and that feels like a soft topic to a lot of us, right? Connection. Wow. Don't you have more important things, more valuable things to talk about, Russ? Yes and no, but let me tell you, I'm going to share two experiences with you real quick, and then I'm going to tell you why I think this is something that is worthy um, of your consideration and mine as well. So I was, uh, I was in Austin, Texas a few years ago, this is pre-COVID, and I'm out there with an energy company and I'm with the senior executive team, the, the executive leadership team, uh, actually expanded leadership team. They've got like, they've flown in people from all over the world. 
um, in their global offices or headquarters or plants. And uh, we've got, I don't know how many people are in the room, let's call it 80, something around there. And they're in this uh, this uh, resort located on the uh, the shores. You call it a shore for a lake? The banks, I guess, of a lake? I, I don't know what you call it. But anyway, it's on, on the edge of this lake. And if you've never been to Austin, Texas, it's, it's, uh, it's in the hill country of Texas. That's what they call it. It's uh, it's not flat like you picture Texas if you haven't been there. there. There's plenty of flat parts of Texas. I'm a native Texan, so I can give you a ge- I can give you a geography lesson on Texas um, if you want to just just uh, text me and I'll 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 call you. Uh, but, but anyway, that most of Texas is flat, but there's this hill country area, and Austin is on the north end of it, and so it's rolling hills, and then you've got all these lakes like Lake Travis and others that surround the Austin area. In fact, there's a lot of water in downtown Austin. It's just beautiful. It's one of the reasons why that city is growing so fast. Um, anyway, but uh, so I'm at, I'm at this resort on the on a lake in Texas and in in the hotel ballroom with this expanded leadership team of an energy company. And I arrive at night. I you know flew in the night before, and I uh, I get in the elevator. So I check in at the front desk, get my uh, my room key, all that stuff. And now I've got my suitcase, and I'm I'm uh, I'm getting on the elevator to to go to my to check to get into my room and as I go as I get on the elevator and I and it's late at night like 10 11 o'clock at night and um and so there's hardly anybody um around in the resort and as I get on the elevator this this uh I think it's a guy I can't remember if it was a, a man or a woman but I think it was a, a man this man gets on the uh gets on the elevator and uh and he says to me um hey how's how's your evening going or something like that and you have to remember you all like I don't want you to to gain the wrong image of me here, although it may be it may be accurate actually. Um, as I get on the elevator to get down, I, I'm I'm in the zone at that time. You know, tons of flights. I'm I'm crisscrossing the globe, and uh, and so I get on the elevator. And I'm all about moving efficiently, right? And in fact, when I'm in that mode of traveling, one of the things I have to really guard against that I've had to guard against in the past is you're just about I would just want to you just want to move quick so you want to move quick through the airport you don't want TSA to take forever you don't you don't want to wait at your gate for a plane for long you don't want to get you don't want to get off the plane last you want to move because you want you like you got this cadence and it's one of the reasons why I've now discovered an appreciation or at least an understanding for why so many business travelers are jerks <laughs> or why they they react they, they interact with you so coldly or whatever they're just like they're they're in this zone and they're just moving quick they got a place to get and 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 it, it's not an excuse because when i found myself in that zone i found myself being impatient and rude to others and and i have to i have to guard against it so anyway when i get on the elevator i'm in that mode like just need to i'm just moving everything's moving and it's all about efficiency and just go and so this 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 man looks at me and he says to me, hey, how you doing? How's your evening going or something like that? And I thought, do I know him? Like the thoughts that went through my mind are, do I know him? Why is he talking to me? What what is he doing? Like why? And and I'm I'm getting kind of um, frustrated with him or bothered by him or uneasy about the fact that he's actually having a conversation with me. And then I start kind of chuckling. I answer him. I'm like, I'm doing great, man. How are you? And I'm chuckling in my inside my my head because I'm going, Rush, you are an idiot. Like you're in Texas. This is where you grew up. That's called Southern hospitality. That's the way people down here interact. They're actually what you call <laughs> what you call friendly. 
Like they talk to each other and you don't have to know someone to actually say, hey, how's your day going, man? How's it been? Um, looks like you're whatever. Like you, you actually engage in a conversation. It's normal and it's called being nice. And some of you, this is just part of your nature and you're listening to this and you're going, really, Russ, man, what a weird dude you are that that, but, but that's, just, I'm just being honest with you. And so, um, I, I, the thought came to me as I was going to my room that night after the guy got off the elevator on his floor and I kept riding it. I thought, man, you've got to loosen up like that, that I can't. Like, that's bad. That's not a good thing that that was so awkward for you or stood out as being weird. Like, you need to you need to be uh, you need to be friendlier. And because when you're when you're business travel, I don't know about you. I mean, like when I get on a plane, it's it's uh, headphones are on and I'm not really interacting with anyone around me. Is that bad? Like, I don't I don't I don't do that that much because I don't lots of different reasons. This is pre COVID before we were all masked up on planes and freaking out and people were you know, worried that we were the disease carrier that was gonna gonna kill them. You know, before all of that, before people got on planes and like sprayed down their seat with a, you know, sanitation or bathed it in hand sanitizer to try to, or Clorox wipes to kind of protect them and you were the enemy because you might have the, so this is before that. Now things have changed even even worse, right? Anyway, um, and, and so that's one story I wanna share with you. Here's the other one real quick. So our family goes to see the Spider-Man movie, whatever the new one's called. That is awesome. My kids were like way into it, and I thought it was good, but I didn't appreciate all the connections to the other movies. But um, anyway, I uh, our family went over the holidays when, when the oldest two were home and we were all together, and it was a fun little family outing. And, uh, and, and the movie theater that is closest to our home, the one that we go to, you buy tickets and they're assigned, right? They're recliners, just super nice. And so you have like an assigned seat. So you buy tickets online, then you go in and you sit in that one seat. Well, so we've got six seats for our family and then there's another family down the row, but there's an empty seat in between us. And, um, and so right as the movie's starting, this guy comes in and he sits down next to me, he's just by himself. Or I don't know if he had friends there and they were somewhere else in the theater or family or whatever, but he sits down, I don't even see him because he gets in, I can just see that he sat down there um, he's wearing a hoodie and whatever, so he looks younger, maybe high school, college age, I don't know. Um, and um, and he sits down and he's like way, and he comes in like during the previews or right as the movie's starting, and he's dying laughing during you know the funny scenes and he's reacting pretty dramatically to different scenes. I can tell he's way into the movie. You know, just kind of out of your peripheral vision uh, with the person sitting next to you. So it's kind of funny to me that he was so into this movie. So anyway, the movie happens. I'm watching the movie. I just kind of noticed that. I'm talking to my, you know, uh, not really talking, but, um, you know, interact with my family a little bit, seated on my right. He's on my left. And I get out when the movie's over. My kids want to stay to the bitter end of the of the uh, the credits. Um, and I had no interest and plus I had to use the bathroom like really bad. So I left halfway through the credits and went to the restroom. And so I'm waiting outside the theater, outside the, the actual individual um, movie theater for them to come out into the hallway, if you will, so we can leave. And as they're coming out, the guy, I didn't even recognize him because I hadn't seen his face. Um, and this guy comes out of the theater before them walking right in front of my family. And he comes up to me and he gives me knuckles. He's like, hey, man, how's it going? Gives me knuckles. And I recognize from his hoodie that he's the dude who was sitting next to me. And, uh, and he had, I guess he had recognized me like, hey, how's it going? And then uh, and, and he walks out of the theater. My family 
and, and I are like, we're kind of laughing and, and my kids are like, dad, do you know him? I'm like, I have no clue who that dude was. I, he's the dude who sat next to me and we're all think we're all commenting. We're living like, well, that's weird. Like that's a funny thing that he was so, so friendly. And, uh, he acted like you all were best friends. And, and, uh, and I, I thought about that when we were, we, we've talked about it since I'm like, that's, that's not good that we thought that was so it's, it's just like the, the, the elevator ride in Austin, Texas, right? Like that's called being friendly. Like that's, you just interact. You don't, you don't put your head down and, and, uh, and just, uh, you, you live in your world and not interact with anyone. So my oldest son, Tyler, and I were talking about this, um, during the car ride to drop him off to, off to college. Well, actually our whole family was having a discussion about it. And I was saying, you know, I'm actually trying to be more outgoing, more friendly, more connected to the people around me, whether I see them at church, whether I see them at a convenience store, whether it's at the gym or whatever else, not crazy like, hey, Mr. Social. That's not me. I'm not, some of you are that person. I'm not, I'm not Mr. Big Time Extrovert, but I'm trying just to be a little bit more so for a couple of reasons. And I'll tie this to business and I'll tie it to leadership here in a moment. You may already be making the connections. Um, one of the reasons why I think, why I have a desire to do that is because I think the world needs more connection. We're starving for it. That first year of COVID-19, that sucked, didn't it? Like a lack of connection, lockdown in your house, kids not going to school, you not going to the office, whatever, whatever, whatever. You, we just, we like, we needed that. And some of us more than others, but we all, to one degree or another, needed that connection. Just couldn't wait to get back to church. Couldn't wait to see some of those families from our neighborhood again in person, right? You just There's just something about that connection that looking somebody in the eyes or shaking their hand or giving them knuckles or just talking to them in, in person. And so one of the one of the reasons that I'm I'm driven to do this is just because of the value of connection, the human need for it, the emotional need that we all have to be connected. That's one reason. The second reason is it actually advances careers. I, I regret, not like this, you know, thing that keeps me awake at night regret, but I just wish that I would have been, I would have networked more when I was younger in my career. I wish I would have walked in the room and be like, Hey, how you doing? Like a conference where I didn't know people. It's still, I'm not into it. I'm not that guy that walks into a conference and I'm like, Hey, let's just network and get to know everybody. And I want to talk to all of you. I'm not that guy. But I'm trying to be more so like interact with other people. I, I want to be – I don't want to be that dude that I was just describing, but I want to be a little bit more like them, a little bit more on the spectrum in their direction. Does that make sense? Because what I found is as I've had those conversations and I've interacted with people that way and I've reached out of my comfort zone a little bit, it's actually, um, it's actually improved my career. Because I'm interacting with people, I'm networking with them, I'm building relationships, I'm in sales, in, in internally in a company, with with customer all over. It just does nothing but help you. And so I'm just, on my mind today uh, were those two experiences, and I'm just thinking about the value of connection and how much we all need it right now, especially in a pandemic. It, it's, it's, and so I think, you know, I might, the, the takeaway for this, I'd have you think about that. What could you do more? What could you do differently or more of to help build connection with others? Because we, the world's starving for it right now. We all need it. That's one reason. And number two, because it will advance your career. It will help open doors. It will unlock opportunities. It will introduce you to people on your path of life that will help you in some way or that, that you could benefit from, or you might be able to benefit them or help them. 
and uh, which will be extremely rewarding to, to them and to you. So connection is on my mind, and I think great leaders are good at it. The, the leaders that I dislike working with the most, you know, clients and people that we've consulted or coached over the years are the people who don't have – like they seem too good for it. They, they seem bothered by – like I don't need to be connected to you. I don't have any desire, and they, they, kind, of, they kind of rebut your efforts or give you some funky look. Um, they don't respond real positively when you make the effort to connect with them or to form a connection. Does that make sense? Like those are the people I just don't want to be around. And and if I'm totally honest, I am that person sometimes. And uh, and it's and it's something that I'm I'm working on. And uh, maybe this is just something for me. And all of you are good at it. And I I just suck at it. And I'm and and this episode is all for me. Most of them are. Most of them are things where it's just – it's good self-talk for me to say this stuff out loud and think about how I need to improve in these areas. And maybe some of you, a few of you benefit from hearing me talk about it as well. The value of connection, something to think about. Okay. Hope you're all healthy. Hope you're doing well. If you want to learn more about what our firm does, by the way, or you're just curious about connection or you've got questions or observations or feedback for me, you can go to LoneRockConsulting.com. That's our firm's website, or you can connect with me on LinkedIn. And the link to do that is in the show notes. You just swipe up or over, and I would love it. I would appreciate it if you sent me a connection request, if you haven't done that already. Wherever in the world you are, whatever you're doing, whatever your challenges, your opportunities, your situation in life, I hope you're happy. hope you're finding a way to gain happiness. I hope you're growing, learning, developing. I hope you're uncomfortable a little bit. I hope you're doing things that make you uncomfortable, that this is a year of learning and movement for you. And I so appreciate um, the investment of your time and attention that you give to me, whether this is the first episode you've ever listened to or whether it's the 193rd episode you've listened to. Um, I'm appreciative. By the way, if you are new to us, just tap on that follow button or that that uh, subscribe button, whatever it is in the app you're listening to, and you'll get two episodes downloaded to your phone or your device every week, and you can listen to them whenever it makes sense for you. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you in the next episode.